Hey ladies, welcome to the Looking Above podcast. It's easy to get bogged down in details of everyday life. If we aren't intentional, our eyes can easily be pulled away from the Lord and we can set our gaze on things of earth. 2 Corinthians 4.18 says, So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. My name is Karen Boffman and I'm the women's pastor at New Life Church in Gillette, Wyoming. I believe that our perspective changes everything. So together, we'll be looking above. Welcome back to Looking Above. We are about to take a ladies retreat here at New Life. And this weekend, we're going to be discussing the seven types of rest based on Dr. Sandra Dalton Smith's book, Sacred Rest. And last week on the podcast, you heard from Lindsay. And today, Brooklyn and I are going to talk about another chapter in this book and another type of rest. We're going to be talking about creative rest. I'm going to suggest right now, if you have the ability to just step outside, sit on your back porch, take a walk, you will enjoy this podcast and you will be able to get a little bit of creative rest in at the same time if you can get outside. If that's not possible, I get it. But um, you're going to learn a little bit more about the benefits of being outside as Brooklyn and I discuss creative rest. Creative rest. Let's just start by defining what this actually is. So our need for creative rest or our lack of restedness as far as creativity goes comes from um, creating too much. So uh, if we have jobs that require a lot of creativity or a lot of out of the box thinking. So if your brain is having to come up with new ideas and new methods and a lot of planning, things like that, then you're probably going to have a greater need for creative rest. But the other thing that I thought was interesting was um, creative unrest really has to do with our response to what's going on in the world. Yeah. And um, the fact that we all have a capacity for how much sin, I guess, we can take in, right? And so a lot of our need for creative rest actually comes from the fact that we're watching what's going on in society and it's overwhelming to our souls. Hello, social media. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right? And the news. Like, and yes. I don't even watch it because it does that. Like, I think it's be, it does overwhelm my spirit. And then I don't feel rested when I watch the news because it's so negative. And I think probably different people are sensitive to that in different yeah. ways. Like, it's why I can't watch cop shows because then I start thinking <laughs> like, oh, that could actually happen in real life. And it yeah. gets overwhelming. Right. So um, so we have this need for creative rest. It's kind of almost like the antidote to yuck. And the antidote to having to output all the time. So it's it's feeding our spirit. Yeah. But how? Do you want to explain like what it actually like what we're doing in creative rest? So in creative rest, um, in the Bible, in Genesis, it talks about God. We know this, but God created the earth and everything in it. And then he rested on the seventh day. Right. 
Well, he took in the beauty and everything that's what he had just created. Mm -hmm. And so that's what creative rest is for us, is kind of pausing and noticing beauty, Mm -hmm. essentially, right? Yeah, like absorbing creation, being in awe. Mm -hmm. Um, That was a word that she used that I really liked, being, you know, just letting God's creation, especially creation, just... um, revive us mm-hmm. i guess just stopping and taking in beauty yeah yeah and that fills us that's really it yeah it can be natural or man-made beauty um so taking a trip to a museum could fill us with that same sense of awe as we just look at the beauty that painters or um, sculptors have created but the main place that we creatively rest is out in nature and i think most of us get that yeah you know like okay let's start here are you a mountain person or a beach person oh I don't know you can't ask me coming out of winter right now I'm a beach person but I love the mountains right right so that is a question we ask right I think you should all ask each other that are you a mountain person or a beach person Usually, our our spirits have a huge reaction to one or the other, or both. I think I'm inspired both places. Yeah. Um, but it's that feeling that you get of being rested, of rejuvenation and breathing and peace that comes from being in creation. She says in um, Sacred Rest, our souls yearn to be awed and captivated. Yeah. I think it takes intentionality, though. That's what I took away Mm -hmm. from reading that Mm -hmm. is that, I mean, yes, the mountains and the beach, those two places, they're they do. They get us. Mm-hmm. But when you're just taking a walk or at a park mm-hmm. or yep. um, in everyday life, right. I think you have to intentionally stop and be odd, which is possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be grand. Right, right. And she had, there was a whole list, I think I may have put it down in our notes here somewhere, but she said, you know, that in the, on the daily, like we can experience this daily. It doesn't have to be a big weekend trip or a week long trip or whatever, but it can be, um, listening to a baby laugh. I think Mm. that's one that gets most people, right? Like when a baby starts giggling, you just stop and notice. And so just being in awe of that sound and what that sound does to you, stopping and looking at a butterfly as it flies by or stopping and smelling the lilacs that are growing in my backyard when they come out, you know, in May and June. Yeah, you have a few more months. Yeah, I know. I got to wait for that one. Um, last night we were driving home and the lights, the street lights were making the snow glisten and look like mm. diamonds. And Valerie's like, Mom, it looks like diamonds. Like, it's so beautiful. And that is creative rest mm-hmm. right there. But how many times are we just zipping by it Especially as adults. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Children teach us so much about this. Yes. If you have kids, you know that they will, they're not on a time cruncher most of the time. Mm-hmm. And we put them on time, time frames. <laughs> and they will stop and be inspired by very small things. Mm-hmm. Um, my mm-hmm. daughter loves rocks. Um, oh, does Daniel. <laughs> but like not cool. I don't think they're cool. <laughs> they're like red rocks from our dirt road. But every time we go outside, she will stop and pick one up and just love it and then put it in her pocket. <laughs> and so kids do. They 
Right. They They're notice. very good at creative rest. Mm -hmm. And I think a big part of us becoming better at it is to be more childlike. Watch them. Yeah. Right. Watch them, learn from them and remember what it was like to be a kid and look at those things and watch the ripples go when you throw a rock into water and remove your time every leaf and notice how they're all different Mm -hmm. um a place that i think i find creative rest is when i go to a zoo oh yes i do love zoos especially because they have the botanical parts Mm -hmm. of zoos too Mm -hmm. yeah yeah they're so beautiful but then i think i'm always in awe of Wow, God is so creative when I'm looking at animals and I'm like, seriously, there are so many types of monkeys. How did you decide like this one gets a tuft of hair here and this one gets big ears and this one has no little ears and you know, like, wow, it's so crazy. And, you know, and so I, I always think animals to me are one way that I'm like just in awe of what God has done in, in creation. And for different people, it may be plants or mm. bugs. Some people like bugs, you know, like, I don't know what it is, <laughs> what it is for all of us or different scenery. Like there are people who, this is why they travel Yeah, is because they like to see different types of terrain and different environments. Um, and maybe we don't even realize that that's what it's doing for us, mm-hmm. that it's evoking this type of rest in our in our souls and in our spirits. But that's why we do it. That's why we crave it. Mm-hmm. And I think taking notice mm-hmm. of those things will be so helpful because then you can intentionally right. do them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the creation story and how God created he saw that it was good mm-hmm. and then he rested. So then he like took the time to just kind of sit in awe of his own work. And she had this thing that she said in there that I was like, so profound. She says he remained God in the rest. Mm. He continued to sustain all that he had created while he rested. He paused to enjoy the beauty and light before him. And to me, I think sometimes we, especially when we talk about Sabbath, right? We're so caught up in what can I do? What can't I do? What is work? What isn't work? And he continued to sustain all that he had created. Like, it's not like he wasn't working at all, but within that, he took the time to kind of step back however God steps back and and admire yeah right and so I think that's it's the bigger the bigger point is what is what is the heart behind what we're doing and are we noticing like are we noticing the beauty around us are we noticing what God has done um I don't have to stop being a mom to do that I don't have to stop being a pastor to do that he remained God in the rest. Like, I'm still me, but so, I don't know. We don't have to take a vacation, I guess is what I'm getting Yeah, it doesn't have to be extravagant or mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. It's more so about noticing and being right, intentional. Right. And that goes back to what you were saying, is we can do this in the everyday. Mm-hmm. We just have to be more intentional about paying attention mm-hmm. to what God has made, what's, yeah. what's going on around us um you know it's when the rainbow shows up in the sky and you call your whole family to come stand out front and look at the rainbow Mm -hmm. you know things like that yeah i was telling you i'm kicking myself because i found out that the northern lights were visible just outside of town the other night 
and I found out Thursday night and then Valerie and I wanted to go Friday and then I forgot and I thought, ah, I missed an opportunity. Like that was an opportunity for creative rest. And one of the things that she actually says in here is that we should plan it. Yeah, that's sometimes true. sometimes you need to like not just be intentional, but set, set aside. aside time. Mm hmm. What about yeah. looking at the stars? Oh, yeah. You guys oh, yeah. should come out and we should, we should just look yes. at the stars. I can't see them very crazy. well because the parking lot lights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a, yeah. yeah, we can't see them very well. But yeah, at your house, it's dark. So yeah, just looking at the stars. Um, I went to the southern part of the state for a ladies retreat that I led down there. And it's so dark there that you can see like the galaxy. Oh, that's so cool. I've never seen that. And they were all like, you're acting like a child. Yeah, I was <laughs> acting like a child. Like I was in absolute awe because I had never seen that before because everywhere I've lived, I think there's just so much light pollution. But why is that bad to act like a child? To right? get excited right? about things like that. Yeah. No, I think it's good. And I think that's what this is exactly about is that sometimes the heaviness of the world and the darkness and the despair of the world, like it clouds our souls, it clouds our spirits, it... Um, we, you know, things feel dark and heavy a lot, mm -hmm. a lot. And we need this, the lightness of just enjoying yeah. what God has done, what he is doing. Um, you said that, um, they will not be doing an art project. Right. No. So <laughs> I think that it's super interesting that creative rest doesn't necessarily involve creating mm -hmm. and that the goal of creative rest isn't to create. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's actually almost the opposite, allowing space, right. which not. she does say mm -hmm. creativity can come from rest, mm -hmm. but it's not the objective. Right. Which that was interesting to me because yeah. when you first said creative rest, I was like, oh, we're going to talk about painting. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be Karen's favorite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. And I think that's true. It's, it is, it's about creating margin in our lives. It's about creating space. Um, and, and resting and in that yes when we create that space then creativity is what flows from it right. but that's not why we do it we don't do it as christians i i would say we don't do it to manipulate it yeah. to to be more productive we do it for the rest and for being with god for glorifying him um i was reading on an art website and it was talking about the need to waste time in the artistic mm. process, that wasted time is not a waste. And I thought, what? Like from a productivity um, standpoint, and if you look at, you know, like productivity books or whatever, I think they would be like, yeah, you shouldn't be wasting time. You should have your time segmented and scheduled. But that's what this is talking about is yeah. that what may seem like a waste of time is actually feeding our souls so that we can then be more productive in the long run. Yeah. It makes sense. It makes me anxious. <laughs> <laughs> right. But right. it's true. Because we like to be productive mm -hmm. and it feels unproductive to not produce. And I've done it for so long that not producing mm -hmm makes me feel yucky, but right. that's not healthy. Right. And, and we've talked before yeah. about it not only makes us feel yucky when we don't do it, but it we feel a little judgy of others when they when they take a break too, because it's like, what are you doing? You're doing nothing. But nothing might be exactly what we need mm -hmm. so that we can do more in the long run. Yeah. 
that's it's interesting. Um, there was a quote in the New York Times that said, idleness is not just a vacation, an indulgence, or a vice. Idleness. It is as indispensable to the brain as vitamin D is to the body. And deprived of it, we suffer a mental affliction as disfiguring as rickets. That, That's um, crazy. Yeah. Idleness is as indispensable to the brain as vitamin D is to the body. Now, we have two things we can talk yes, about. Yes, I know, this. yeah. You know where I'm going. So, our brains need to be idle. They need to stop. And we talked about this a little bit in the mental rest um, session as well. But for to be more creative, our brains need to stop producing. Like, it's it's necessary. And... When we behold creation, when we behold beauty, that is feeding our brains, feeding our capacity to do that. So I think it's very interesting from a scientific standpoint that in order to be more productive, in order to create, we have to stop. And how many people don't know how to stop? Oh, yeah. That's so hard. It is hard. It's, I mean, there. I think some of us, it is our drug. We are addicted to productivity. I would say I've been one of them. Mm-hmm. Like, that it is my drug. Like, I have to be producing. I have to be creative. I have to be doing. That's what fuels me, feeds me. Mm-hmm. It's my drug. Like, that's right. what makes my brain feel good. And so um, stopping is very hard. Sitting is very hard. Not doing mm-hmm. is very hard. Um, for me, I've found the easiest way to do this is summertime in my backyard. Mm-hmm. I could sit in my backyard and just smell the grass and the lilacs and feel the sun on my face and mm-hmm. breathe the fresh air and listen to the birds. And, like, that is, it's nature. Like, yeah. nature is what makes us slow down. It It really is. If I'm in my house, I am not going to slow down. No. No, I also have been addicted to that. Um, It's so important for me to remind myself, though, and it sounds so simple, but God doesn't love me more for what I do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But that is hard to actually believe. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've been intentional about that, too, and slowing down in nature and just being in his creation and just being loved by him in that moment and that's it that is enough right and again for those of us who are addicted to productivity it would be easy for us to try and manipulate rest so that we can be more productive oh yes i do that (laughs) (laughs) okay well now i've learned that i need to take breaks so i can be more productive Mm -hmm. and then use it for that instead of you know like she said the goal isn't creativity the goal is actually rest Mm -hmm. and so um it's always going to come back to the heart of <laughs> the heart of what we're doing and and why are we doing this we're doing this because god calls us to it, to it because it's what's best for us because it's where we experience him mm-hmm. more we experience god in rest and um she says i just oh guys you should read this book okay <laughs> his presence is how he connects us to his rest It is part invitation and part prescription. His presence is how he connects us to his rest. 
it's part invitation and part prescription. So partially it's an invitation to be in his presence and partly it's a prescription. You need to be in my presence, mm-hmm. right? And that's his presence is what is connecting us to his rest. And as we look at scripture and we'll talk about uh, spiritual rest another time, but rest comes from being in his presence. Like that is where we find true rest. That is that is where we are fully at rest. You know, when we talked about um, my dad passing away and now he is at rest. Like we talk about laying someone to rest. We talk about rest in peace. Well, I think there's a reason we use that term. That is when we are fully resting because that's when we're fully in God's presence. Um, How she says part prescription though, mm -hmm. too. Um, I think it's really neat that it's what we need. So mm-hmm. he calls us to it because he loves us mm-hmm. and he know he created us to mm-hmm. need that. He didn't yep. have to. Yep. Um, but we were talking earlier about how we need vitamin D. Yes. And a lot of us are deficient in it unless you supplement it because in Wyoming, the sun mm-hmm. is so far. Anyways, mm-hmm. we need that. God didn't have to make our bodies to need vitamin D, but Mm -hmm. he did. Mm -hmm. But that forces us outside Mm -hmm. into his creation. Right. Which there's something deeper there. Yeah. Yeah. There's something deeper there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But it's, it is, it's a call. It's a necessity. It's him kind of forcing us Mm -hmm. into his presence and into his creation saying, you need this. It's not just about the vitamin D. Yeah. I love that though. I love how it's all so intricate Mm -hmm. and I I don't know. He's so Mm -hmm. cool. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, Let's real quick. I want to read. I'm trying to read the signs that you may have a creative rest deficit just Mm -hmm. so that you can, again, assess where you are at. Um, And if you are saying, yes, that's me to three or more of these, then this is probably where you already have a deficiency. So you always focus on the needs of others and don't consider your needs a priority. Lots of moms. Hello, moms. (laughs) You talk yourself out of self-care as if you don't deserve being cared for. You feel you are selfish whenever you consider doing something for yourself. You do self-destructive things or make choices that sabotage your happiness. So that, I mean, that can even be, I think, workaholism, Mm, you know, like that's a self-destructive thing. Mm -hmm. So um, you rarely feel your work is of value or that others appreciate your contributions. Um, And then you find it difficult to enjoy things in nature or in their natural state. A lot of those sound a lot like women. Mm -hmm. I just, it sounds more prone to women Mm -hmm. uh, or for women to me, those, Mm -hmm. those Mm -hmm. symptoms. But Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And that last one about not being able to appreciate things in nature. um, I think it even probably comes down to being able to prioritize things in nature. Mm -hmm. So we prioritize what's on our phones Mm -hmm. over um, going outside over or what needs done inside your house. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's just real quick talk about some steps we can do other than just getting outside. Like that is a huge one and being intentional that when you are outside to notice things. So like when I walk up the parking lot in the middle of winter, I try to take notice of if the sky is blue, Mm -hmm. you know, like, Oh, look how blue the sky is today. And so it's, it's, That's one of the things I think that we need to start doing. She says we should build sabbatical into our lives. Mm -hmm. So we need to set aside time 
and make a plan to do outside activities, to get into nature. Um, put, she says, put time on your calendar to be wooed by creation. Wooed. Wooed by creation. So it's just, again, about the intentionality, but it's about finding, creating, making that time in your week, in your month to, to do that. Um, the next thing she talks about is the flow break rhythm and that our bodies have this natural cycle of how long we can actually be productive. So when we're talking about output and creativity, um, we have about an hour and a half to two hours at a time where our brains are going to be best working mm -hmm. and focused. And at that point, the best thing we can do then is to have a rhythm of taking a break. So she even suggests... <coughs> Um, setting a timer. So when you sit down to work on something, set a timer for an hour and a half, two hours out, and let that be your signal that now it's time to take a break. Mm, yeah. Now it's time to rest, notice something. Um, and again, if we can get ourselves into this creative type of rest, so maybe it's time to just step outside for a few minutes and look at the clouds or, breathe you know, fresh air, yes. breathe fresh air, notice something in creation. Um, that would be the second thing. The, the third thing she talks about is to work with your body clock. And I thought this was interesting. Carrie Newhoff has written an entire book on this. Like if you're really into productivity and figuring things out, he's written this whole book about how like we have green zones and red zones and um, <clears throat> he gets into the science and how it's different for each one of us. But she says on the whole, most people um, are able to before noon that's when their our brains are able to function the best so mm -hmm. up till noon our brains are we should be doing our most demanding work till noon and then from one to four we have this time where our brains are more likely going to be distracted so she says don't do the stuff you really need to focus on do things that are less attention needed activities yeah. so you know don't do the highest capacity work in the afternoon time and then and i thought this was very interesting she said evening is actually when we're most creative interesting i know yeah so i i don't know what I, I would really like to understand the science of that, yeah. but that's, you know, she just says our creativity peaks in the evening. So understanding that and just knowing, um, yeah, knowing how our it. bodies work. Yeah. yeah. One other thing that she mentioned that I will point out real fast here before we close is that <clears throat> creative rest leaves a lasting impact on our souls. And so if you think of maybe some of the most beautiful places that you've traveled, mm -hmm. trips, you know, or time out in nature, a hike that you went on, times when you have actually like breathed in the beauty of creation and absorbed it, we can remember those times yeah. and be transported back there into the what we saw and how we felt. And, you know, I think of when we went to Honduras, there were a couple different times when it was just, wow, this is so, so beautiful. And like, I don't remember the details of things I see every day like that. Yeah. You know, like how many times are you driving up 59 and you're like, how long has that been there? And yeah. your kid says, that's always been there, mom. You know, like we don't notice those things, but then when we take those times in nature to actually stop and notice, it like imprints itself on yeah. us. Definitely. Yeah. We will end with Psalm 19 says, the heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day after day, they pour forth 
pour forth speech. Night after night, they reveal knowledge. They have no speech. They use no words. No sound is heard from them. Yet their voice goes out into all the earth. Their words to the We're Thank you. I didn't put focus. Did you push focus? Yep. Is it focus? Okay. Awesome. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Like, I'm just checking. It's just giving up. <laughs> Everything's weird. Okay. Do you want me to sit here, or does that no, not work? It's focused on oh, this. Okay. Like that's the way he has it set, so that's why we sat like this. I'm like, okay, I'll just kind of tip my little body in yeah. here, and you look at me, and we'll make it work this way. This is not my best angle. <laughs> Check it out, Sarah. Look at Brooklyn's curves. <laughs> I also try to talk to Sarah in every video. Hi, Sarah. Hey, girl. Um, okay. You can start it out. I'm All just right. going to follow your lead. All right. We'll I did have a lot of time to prepare since yesterday. <laughs> yeah, both of us. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. You have made it to the creative rest station and have no fear. I'm not going to make you do art. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> That's what I would think. Isn't that what you would think? Mm -hmm. That is not what we're doing, and you will be relieved to find out that this actually has nothing, almost nothing to do with art. So, creative rest. Let's just start by defining what this actually yes. is. So, our need for creative rest, or our lack of restedness, in, as far as creativity goes, comes from... Um, creating too much so yeah. uh, if we have jobs that require a lot of creativity or a lot of out-of-the-box thinking so if your brain is having to come up with new ideas and new methods and a lot of planning things like that then you're probably going to have a greater need for creative rest but the other thing that I thought was interesting was um, creative unrest really has to do with our response to what's going on in the world yeah and um the fact that we all have a capacity for how much sin i guess we can take in right and so a lot of our need for creative rest actually comes from the fact that we're watching what's going on in society and it's overwhelming to our souls Hello, social media. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right? And the news. Like, and yes. I don't even watch it because it does that. Like, I think it's be, it does overwhelm my spirit. And then I don't feel rested when I watch the news because it's so negative. And I think probably different people are sensitive to that in different yeah. ways. Like, it's why I can't watch cop shows because then I start thinking <laughs> like, oh, that could actually happen in real life. And it yeah. gets overwhelming. Right. So um, so we have this need for creative rest. It's kind of almost like the antidote to yuck. And the antidote to having to output all the time. So it's it's feeding our spirit. Yeah. But how? Do you want to explain like what it actually like what we're doing in creative rest? So in creative rest, um, in the Bible, in Genesis, it talks about God. We know this, but God created the earth and everything in it. And then he rested on the seventh day. Right. Well, he took in the beauty and everything that's what he had just created. Mm -hmm. And so that's what creative rest is for us, is kind of pausing 
and noticing beauty, mm-hmm. essentially, yeah. right? Yeah, like absorbing creation, being in awe. Mm, um, yes. That was a word that she used that I really liked, being, you know, just letting God's creation, especially creation, just... Um, revive us mm-hmm. I guess just stopping and taking in beauty yeah yeah and that fills us that's really it yeah it can be natural or man-made beauty um so taking a trip to a museum could fill us with that same sense of awe as we just look at the beauty that painters or um sculptors have created but the main place that we creatively rest is out in nature and I think most of us get that yeah you know like okay let's start here are you a mountain person or a beach person oh I don't know you can't ask me coming out of winter right now I'm a beach person but I love the mountains right right so that is a question we ask right I think you should all ask each other that are you a mountain person or a beach person Usually, our our spirits have a huge reaction to one or the other, or both. I think I'm inspired both places. Yeah. Um, but it's that feeling that you get of being rested, of rejuvenation and breathing and peace that comes from being in creation. She says in um, Sacred Rest, our souls yearn to be awed and captivated. Yeah. I think it takes intentionality, though. That's what I took away Mm -hmm. from reading that Mm -hmm. is that, I mean, yes, the mountains and the beach, those two places, they're. They do. They get us. Mm-hmm. But when you're just taking a walk or at a park mm-hmm. or yep. um, in everyday life, right. I think you have to intentionally stop and be odd, which is possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be grand. Right. Right. And she had, there was a whole list. I think I may have put it down in our notes here somewhere, but she said, you know, that in the, on the daily, like we can experience this daily. It doesn't have to be a big weekend trip or a week long trip or whatever, but it can be, um, listening to a baby laugh. I think Mm. that's one that gets most people, right? Like when a baby starts giggling, you just stop and notice. And so just being in awe of that sound and what that sound does to you, stopping and looking at a butterfly as it flies by or stopping and smelling the lilacs that are growing in my backyard when they come out, you know, in May and June. Yeah, you have a few more months. Yeah, I know. I got to wait for that one. Um, last night we were driving home and the lights, the street lights were making the snow glisten and look like mm. diamonds. And Valerie's like, Mom, it looks like diamonds. Like, it's so beautiful. And that is creative rest right mm-hmm. there. But how many times are we just zipping by it Especially as adults. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Children teach us so much about this. Yeah. If you have kids, you know that they will, they're not on a time cruncher most of the time. Mm-hmm. And we put them on time, time frames. <laughs> and they will stop and be inspired by very small things. Mm-hmm. Um, my mm-hmm. daughter loves rocks. Um, oh, does Daniel. <laughs> but like not cool. I don't think they're cool. <laughs> they're like red rocks from our dirt road. But every time we go outside, she will stop and pick one up and just love it and then put it in her pocket. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. kids do. They, right. they they're notice. They're very good at creative rest. Mm-hmm. And I think a big part of us becoming better at it is to be more childlike. Watch them, yeah. Right. Watch them. Learn from them. And remember what it was like to be a kid and look at those 
things and watch the ripples go when you throw a rock into water and remove your time every leaf and notice how they're all different Mm -hmm. um a place that i think i find creative rest is when i go to a zoo oh yes i do love zoos especially because they have the botanical parts Mm -hmm. of zoos too Mm -hmm. yeah yeah they're so beautiful but then i think i'm always in awe of Wow, God is so creative when I'm looking at animals and I'm like, seriously, there are so many types of monkeys. How did you decide like this one gets a tuft of hair here and this one gets big ears and this one has none little ears and you know, like, wow, it's so crazy. And, you know, and so I, I always think animals to me are one way that I'm like just in awe of what God has done in, in creation. And for different people, it may be plants or mm. bugs. Some people like bugs, you know, like, I don't know what it is, <laughs> what it is for all of us or different scenery. Like there are people who, this is why they travel Yeah, is because they like to see different types of terrain and different environments. Um, and maybe we don't even realize that that's what it's doing for us, mm-hmm. that it's evoking this type of rest in our in our souls and in our spirits. But that's why we do it. That's why we crave it. Mm-hmm. And I think taking notice mm-hmm. of those things will be so helpful because then you can intentionally right. do them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the creation story and how God created he saw that it was good Mm -hmm. and then he rested. So then he like took the time to just kind of sit in awe of his own work. And she had this thing that she said in there that I was like, so profound. She says, he remained God in the rest. Mm. He continued to sustain all that he had created while he rested. He paused to enjoy the beauty and light before him. And To me, I think sometimes we, especially when we talk about Sabbath, right? We're so caught up in what can I do? What can't I do? What is work? What isn't work? And he continued to sustain all that he had created. Like, it's not like he wasn't working at all. But within that, he took the time to kind of step back however God steps back and and admire admire, right and so I think that's it's the bigger the bigger point is what is what is the heart behind what we're doing and are we noticing like are we noticing the beauty around us are we noticing what God has done Um, I don't have to stop being a mom to do that I don't have to stop being a pastor to do that he remained God in the rest. Like, I'm still me, but so, I don't know. We don't have to take a vacation, I guess, is what I'm getting Yeah, at. it doesn't have to be extravagant or mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. It's more so about noticing and being right, intentional. Right. And that goes back to what you were saying, is we can do this in the everyday. Mm-hmm. We just have to be more intentional about paying attention mm-hmm. to what God has made, what's, yeah. what's going on around us. Um, you know, it's when the rainbow shows up in the sky and you call your whole family to come stand out front and look at the rainbow, Mm -hmm. you know, things like that. I was telling you, I'm kicking myself because I found out that the Northern lights were visible just outside of town the other night. And I found out Thursday night and then Valerie and I wanted to go Friday and then I forgot and I thought, ah, I missed an opportunity. Like that was an opportunity for creative rest. And one of the things that she actually says in here is that we should plan it. Yeah, that's sometimes true. sometimes you need to 
like not just be intentional, but set, set aside. aside time. Mm-hmm. What about yeah. looking at the stars? Oh yeah. You guys oh, yeah. should come out and we should, we should just look yes. at the stars. I can't see them very crazy. well because the parking lot lights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it be, yeah. yeah, we can't see them very well. But yeah, at your house, it's dark. So yeah, just looking at the stars. Um, I went to the southern part of the state for a ladies retreat that I led down there. And it's so dark there that you can see like the galaxy. Oh, that's so cool. I I've love that. never seen that. And they were all like, you're acting like a child. Yeah, I was <laughs> acting like a child. Like I was in absolute awe because I had never seen that before because everywhere I've lived, I think there's just so much light pollution. But why is that bad to act like a child? To right? get excited right? about things like that. Yeah. No, I think it's good. And I think that's what this is exactly about is that sometimes the heaviness of the world and the darkness and the despair of the world, like it clouds our souls. It clouds our spirits. It... Um, we, you know, things feel dark and heavy a lot, mm -hmm. a lot. And we need this, the lightness of just enjoying yeah. what God has done, what he is doing. Um, you said that, um, they will not be doing an art project. Right. No. So <laughs> I think that it's super interesting that creative rest doesn't necessarily involve creating mm -hmm. and that the goal of creative rest isn't to create. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's actually almost the opposite, allowing space, right. which not. she does say mm -hmm. creativity can come from rest, mm -hmm. but it's not the objective. Right. Which that was interesting to me because yeah. when you first said creative rest, I was like, oh, we're going to talk about painting. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be Karen's favorite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. And I think that's true. It's, it is, it's about creating margin in our lives. It's about creating space. Um, and, and resting and in that yes when we create that space then creativity is what flows from it right. but that's not why we do it we don't do it as christians i i would say we don't do it to manipulate it yeah. to to be more productive we do it for the rest and for being with god for glorifying him um i was reading on an art website and it was talking about the need to waste time in the artistic mm. process, that wasted time is not a waste. And I thought, what? Like from a productivity um, standpoint, and if you look at, you know, like productivity books or whatever, I think they would be like, yeah, you shouldn't be wasting time. You should have your time segmented and scheduled. But that's what this is talking about is yeah. that what may seem like a waste of time is actually feeding our souls so that we can then be more productive in the long run. Yeah. It makes sense. It makes me anxious. <laughs> <laughs> right. But right. it's true. Because we like to be productive mm -hmm. and it feels unproductive to not produce. And I've done it for so long that not producing mm -hmm makes me feel yucky but right. that's not healthy right. and, and we've talked before yeah. about it not only makes us feel yucky when we don't do it but it we feel a little judgy of others when they when they take a break too because it's like what are you doing you're doing nothing but nothing might be exactly what we need so that we can do more in the long run yeah that's it's interesting um there was a quote in the New York Times that said, idleness is not just a vacation, an indulgence, or a vice. 
idleness. It is as indispensable to the brain as vitamin D is to the body. And deprived of it, we suffer a mental affliction as disfiguring as rickets. That, That's um, crazy. Yeah. Idleness is as indispensable to the brain as vitamin D is to the body. Now, we have two things we can talk yes, about. Yes, I know, this. yeah. You know where I'm going. So our brains need to be idle. They need to stop. And we talked about this a little bit in the mental rest um, session as well. But for to be more creative, our brains need to stop producing. Like, it's it's necessary. And when we behold creation, when we behold beauty, that is feeding our brains, feeding our capacity to do that. So I think it's very interesting from a scientific standpoint that in order to be more productive, in order to create, we have to stop. And how many people don't know how to stop? Oh, yeah. That's so hard. It is hard. It's I mean, there. I think some of us, it is our drug. We are addicted mm-hmm. to productivity. I would say I've been one of them. Mm-hmm. Like, that it is my drug. Like, I have to be producing. I have to be creative. I have to be doing. That's what fuels me, feeds me. Mm-hmm. It's my drug. Like, that's right. what makes my brain feel good. And so um, stopping is very hard. Sitting is very hard. Not doing mm-hmm. is very hard. Um, for me, I've found the easiest way to do this is summertime in my backyard. Mm-hmm. I could sit in my backyard and just smell the grass and the lilacs and feel the sun on my face and mm-hmm. breathe the fresh air and listen to the birds. And, like, that is, it's nature. Like, yeah. nature is what makes us slow down. It yes. really is. If I'm in my house, I am not going to slow down. No. No, I also have been addicted to that. Um, it's so important for me to remind myself, though, and it sounds so simple, but God doesn't love me more for what I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that is hard to actually believe. Mm-hmm. Um but I've been yeah. intentional about that, too, and slowing down in nature and just yeah. being in his creation and just... Right being loved by him in that moment and that's it that is enough right and again for those of us who are addicted to productivity it would be easy for us to try and manipulate rest so that we can be more productive oh yes i do that (laughs) (laughs) okay well now i've learned that i need to take breaks so i can be more productive Mm -hmm. and then use it for that instead of you know like she said the goal isn't creativity the goal is actually rest Mm -hmm. and so um it's always going to come back to the heart of <laughs> the heart of what we're doing and and why are we doing this we're doing this because god calls us to it, to it because it's what's best for us because it's where we experience him mm-hmm. more we experience god in rest and um she says i just oh guys you should read this book okay <laughs> his presence is how he connects us to his rest it is part invitation and part prescription his presence is how he connects us to his rest it's part invitation and part prescription so partially it's an invitation to be in his presence and partly it's a prescription you need to be in my presence mm-hmm. right and that's his presence is what is connecting us to his rest and as we look at scripture and we'll talk about uh, spiritual rest another time but 
rest comes from being in his presence. Like that is where we find true rest. That is, that is where we are fully at rest. You know, when we talked about um, my dad passing away and now he is at rest. Like we talk about laying someone to rest. We talk about rest in peace. Well, I think there's a reason we use that term. That is when we are fully resting because that's when we're fully in God's presence. Um, How she says part prescription though, mm -hmm. too. Um, I think it's really neat that it's what we need. So Mm -hmm. he calls us to it because he loves us Mm -hmm. and he know he created us to Mm -hmm. need that. He didn't have to. Um, but we were talking earlier about how we need vitamin D. Yes. And a lot of us are deficient in it unless you supplement it because in Wyoming, the Mm -hmm. sun is so far anyways. Mm -hmm. We need that. God didn't have to make our bodies to need vitamin D, but Mm -hmm. he did. Mm -hmm. But that forces us outside Mm -hmm. into his creation. Right. Which there's something deeper there. Yeah. Yeah. There's something deeper there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But it's, it is, it's a call. It's a necessity. It's him kind of forcing us Mm -hmm. into his presence and into his creation and saying, you need this. It's not just about the vitamin D. Yeah. I love that, though. Yeah. I love how it's also intricate, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know. He's so mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, let's, real quick, I want to read. I'm trying to read the signs that you may have a creative rest deficit, just mm-hmm. so that you can, again, assess where you are at. Um, and if you are saying, yes, that's me, to three or more of these, then this is probably where you already have a deficiency. So you always focus on the needs of others and don't consider your needs a priority. Lots of moms. Hello, moms. (laughs) You talk yourself out of self-care as if you don't deserve being cared for. You feel you are selfish whenever you consider doing something for yourself. You do self-destructive things or make choices that sabotage your happiness. So that, I mean, that can even be, I think, workaholism. Mm, You know, like that's a self-destructive thing. Mm -hmm. So um, you rarely feel your work is of value or that others appreciate your contributions. Um, And then you find it difficult to enjoy things in nature or in their natural state. A lot of those sound a lot like women. Mm-hmm. I just, it sounds more prone to women mm-hmm. uh, or for women to me, those, mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. symptoms. But mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And that last one about not being able to appreciate things in nature. Um, I think it even probably comes down to being able to prioritize things in nature. Mm-hmm. So we prioritize what's on our phones mm-hmm. over um, going outside or, or what needs done inside your house. Right. Right. Or, yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's just real quick talk about some steps we can do other than just getting outside. Like that is a huge one and yeah. being intentional that when you are outside to notice things. So like when I walk up the parking lot in the middle of winter, I try to take notice of if the sky is blue, mm-hmm. you know, like, Oh, look how blue the sky is today. And so it's, it's, That's one of the things I think that we need to start doing. She says we should build sabbatical into our lives. Mm -hmm. So we need to set aside time and make a plan to do outside activities, to get into nature. um, Put, she says, put time on your calendar to be wooed by creation. Wooed. Wooed by creation. So it's just, again, about the intentionality, but it's about 
finding, creating, making that time in your week, in your month to, to do that. Um, she then also talks about the flow break rhythm. So she says that our bodies have a natural cycle of productivity and that most of us can, <coughs> excuse me, can be productive for an hour and a half to two hours at a time. So that's about how long our brains have the capacity to focus. I'm gonna have to stop and get a drink. Okay. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, Sarah, you have to edit now. Okay, real fast. So Here, pay up. I know you gotta go. <laughs> Maybe start at the flow break part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have one minute. Well, mm -hmm. now I'm late. Well, I will be late in one minute. It's okay. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Um, the next thing she talks about is the flow break rhythm and that our bodies have this natural cycle of how long we can actually be productive. So when we're talking about output and creativity, um, we have about an hour and a half to two hours at a time where our brains are going to be best working mm -hmm. and focused. And at that point, the best thing we can do then is to have a rhythm of taking a break. So she even suggests <coughs> um, setting a timer. So when you sit down to work on something, set a timer for an hour and a half, two hours out, and let that be your signal that now it's time to take a break. Mm, yeah. Now it's time to rest, notice something. Um, and again, if we can get ourselves into this creative type of rest, so maybe it's time to just step outside for a few minutes and look at the clouds or, breathe you know, fresh air, yes. breathe fresh air, notice something in creation. Um, that would be the second thing. The, the third thing she talks about is to work with your body clock. And I thought this was interesting. Carrie Newhoff has written an entire book on this. Like if you're really into productivity and figuring things out, he's written this whole book about how like we have green zones and red zones and um, he gets into the science and how it's different for each one of us. But she says on the whole, most people um, are able to before noon, that's when their our brains are able to function the best. Mm -hmm. So up till noon, our brains are, we should be doing our most demanding work till noon. And then from one to four, we have this time where our brains are more likely going to be distracted. So she says, don't do the stuff you really need to focus on. Do things that are less attention needed activities. Yeah. So, you know, don't do the highest capacity work in the afternoon time. And then, and I thought this was very interesting. She said evening is actually when we're most creative. Interesting. I know. Yeah. So I, I don't know what... I, I would really like to understand the science of that, yeah. but that's, you know, she just says our creativity peaks in the evening. So understanding that and just knowing, um, yeah, knowing how our it. bodies work. Yeah. yeah. One other thing that she mentioned that I will point out real fast here before we close is that <clears throat> creative rest leaves a lasting impact on our souls. And so if you think of maybe some of the most beautiful places that you've traveled, mm -hmm. trips, you know, or time out in nature, a hike that you went on, times when you have actually like breathed in the beauty of creation and absorbed it, we can remember those times yeah. and be transported back there into the what we saw and how we felt. And, you know, I think of when we went to Honduras, there were a couple different times when it was just 
wow, this is so, so beautiful. And like, I don't remember the details of things I see every day like that. Yeah. You know, like how many times are you driving up 59 and you're like, how long has that been there? And yeah. your kid says, that's always been there, mom. You know, like we don't notice those things. But then when we take those times in nature to actually stop and notice it like imprints itself. Yeah. On us. Definitely. Yeah. We will end with Psalm 19 says the heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands day after day. They pour forth, pour forth speech night after night. They reveal knowledge. They have no speech. They use no words. No sound is heard from them. Yet their voice goes out into all the earth, their words to the ends of the world. The heavens, so the skies, nature are speaking to us about who God is mm -hmm. constantly. And we are becoming deficient because we're so focused on what's going on in the world and the yuck and the to-do lists. And when we stop and we take time to be in nature, it's not just like we've stepped away from work kind of rest, but it is that we're being impacted by God kind of mm -hmm. rest. We're in his presence and in the presence of his creation, we learn more about him and we find out more of who he is. Nature is speaking to us yeah. about who God is. And I think that's just a really, really impactful Psalm. The heavens declare his majesty, you know, so good. It is. Thanks so much for joining us. I hope that you learned something about creative rest today and something that you're going to be able to apply. I know I am looking forward to warmer days here in Wyoming and getting outside more, getting into the sunshine and the fresh air, seeing the plants start to blossom and bud and just enjoying what God has created. I know it fills my spirit and I'm just so excited that even nature can remind us to keep looking above. 